mai, Heidi mai, ki tēnei hōtaka. Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Wallace Chapman here. Voting if you have a disability. What are the issues that are just after four? Also today on the panel, NZ Certified Builders launch its new apprentice network today. We discussed that on the program. And have you had a brush with the Rand Furley Shield, a Twitter thread revealed a surprising number actually had the shield in your lounge, the shield in your club, the shield in the boot of your car. It's really got around. Tell us your brush with the Rand Furley Shield. And a snap panel poll today, and I want your response on this. We have talked about the four-day work week. Right. So what about this? Thousands of young people, by way of petition, are asking for a four-day school week, saying with mental health, it's a major issue and it is needed. So a snap panel poll today, do you support a four-day school week for college students? Text me, yes or no, why or why not? 2101 is the text. Uh, and love to hear your responses on that. With me this afternoon, Catherine Graham, former broadcaster. Kia ora, Catherine. Kia ora. Good to have you here. Also today, uh, Phil Taylor, partner at Tompkins Wake Lawyers. Phil, good to have you. Welcome. Kia ora. Kia ora. Now, so uh, we have Catherine and Phil, that snap panel poll. Do you support a four-day school week? Love to know. But to this, fly fishing is considered by many fish people to be one of the most challenging methods for catching fish, like Martin Bosley told us on Monday. Well, I, well, I fly fish, but catching a, a trout is another thing entirely. So, Why? How do you yeah, mean? Well, I don't, always ca- I'm, I'm not, I don't always catch anything. But at just 20 years old, Hugo Pierce from Pukitap, who doesn't have Martin's problem, Hugo finished 8th at the World Fly Fishing Champs in Slovakia a couple of weeks ago. Hugo, pleasure to have you on. Hello. Congratulations on the 8th. You're in the top 10 in the world for fly fishing. How does it feel? Yeah, it was awesome. Um, yeah, no, it was a great, great competition and managed to do pretty well. Pretty well. Uh, it's ex- very well. It's, which was, yeah, it's extraordinary. How does one have to have to? How does one have to go, and to 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 represent New Zealand at the world champ level for fly fishing? How did you get into it? Um, so I got into competitions through some friends of mine. Um, John Gummer from Palmerston. Mostly he did some youth clinics and. They yeah got me real into the competition fishing, and from there just kind of work your way up through the ranks and eventually get selected for the team for a training squad. And from there you're selected. So top five angles from there um, are selected to go away to the worlds. How many fish do you catch in a season, Hugo? Oh, I've actually never done the tallies, but yeah, there's a few. Twenty in a season? Yeah. No. Um, yeah. Oh, it depends how much I fish. I, I do fish quite a bit. Forty? Um, Forty? I'd say somewhere in the thousands. I'd like to think I'd get over a thousand. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's extraordinary, Hugo. I would never have thought thousands because a trout, is it trout that you fish for? Yeah, trout fishing. Oh, okay. So what's the hardest thing about um, 
about fly fishing compared to like putting the burley in and watching it all happen? Um, oh, probably the cast is for people that are learning. Learning to cast a fly line and cast a fly rod is quite different. Um, and choosing the right fly, is that important as well? It is important to a point, but our fish, especially in New Zealand, are not fussy. Um, it's more how <laughs> it's more how you how you present the fly to them. So how you have the fly drifting in the currents is what's really most important. And yeah. So do you tend to sort of fish at the same places with like so where you know your your bit of this of the river or stream, or do you like spread it around? Because if you're if you get familiar with currents, is what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, so I fish my local rivers a lot, but I really like fishing new water, and that's kind of what I try and do the most of. I try and travel to new water and fish new streams. Um, yeah. Amazing, um, especially Hugo. Especially for competition practice, I yeah. try and fish different types of water. Um, Phil? Yeah, I mean, I, I love uh, fly fishing, but... Um, I see it as a bit like golf, where it's it's a very pleasant walk, uh, but but perhaps even less point than golf. But you get a fish. Yeah, exactly. You release, you release, even if you get one, you release it. Oh, who knew? (laughs) knew? Tell me, Hugo, how does the World Champs work? So it is five sessions over five days. And the sessions are about three hours in length, and you so four rivers, one lake, and you have a beat that ranges from maybe two to three hundred meters, and you have a controller or like a marshal who follows you up the river, and measures all your fish that you catch in your three-hour session, and writes them down on a piece of paper, and you get a tally of points for every fish and every size of every fish. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm with Martin because I have tried uh, fly fishing, Hugo, and I have found it extraordinarily hard. And like Martin, I caught in my career not one fish. <laughs> yeah, I think there's, there's a lot of people with the same story. Why is that? Why is that? What am I doing wrong? Why is it so difficult? Um, the first thing I'd say is get comfortable with casting. Get practice on the lawn a shitload, well, especially while you're learning. Just practice casting fly line. And then, you know, you, I've definitely found when I was learning that you'd catch none and then eventually you'd start to catch one or two when you go out and then all of a sudden you start catching, you know, lots and lots of fish. It so, seems once you've got the basics underway, you can kind of, the next skills come quite quickly. So unlike many fisher folk, do you have a story about the one that, keeps getting away or the one that mm. got away? Um, oh, I've lost a lot of fish, a lot of big fish that I would have really liked to land. There's probably too many to even think of. But yeah, it's definitely a big part of it is losing those fish and sometimes you go back and get them but yeah. Amazing. The fish that really hurt me are the ones you lose in a competition when you really want the points. I had one at the Youth Worlds that I've fought and I fought it. I hooked it in the last bit of the session and I played it over time. It got me into the next person's beat below me so I was not able to walk down further and I fought it for about five or ten minutes and then I snapped it off right at the net and I got so angry I snapped my right on the water. <laughs> oh, it's like John McEnroe and his it's, tennis we're talking, to, we're talking to the John McEnroe <laughs> of fly fishing here. You yeah. cannot be serious. Um, so, uh, you know, so clearly, Phil, you have had a go at fly fishing, but it's not necessarily your thing, right? 
Oh, oh yes, no. Um, it's it's sort of a family thing that was passed down from oh. from generations for me, and uh, yeah, a little bit like most of the things that I was encouraged to do, and never really quite nailed it, but yeah. uh, enjoy it thoroughly, and, and can see the the, the passion uh, and, and reason for it. Mm. In, indeed, for it. and and Hugo, I've got to say that your passion really comes through. This is this is your absolute love, isn't it? This is what you would want to be doing for a for 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 a career. Yep. Yeah, I'd say eventually it will become a career. Um, yeah, no, it's a, it's an amazing sport. Um, yeah. Well, it's wonderful to have you on, and it's an honour to have you on the program, Hugo. Kia ora. That is uh, Hugo Pierce, who is eighth in the world at fly fishing. Quite something, eh? 20 years old. Amazing. Got a real career. Meanwhile, uh, the snap panel poll uh, is this. Uh, it's, it's, it's a bit different today. Uh, do you support a four-day school week? For college students, yes or no, why or why not? Uh, and there's a real mix of responses. Yes to a four-day-a-week. School on Monday, Tuesday and Thursday, Friday. With this, students attend schools for up to 48 weeks of the year. This would work and prepare students for work. And teachers would like having a Wednesday off. So interesting stuff. Other people will say... Yes to the SNAP poll, fourth day school week, fifth day sport, community service or work internship day. As a secondary school teacher, I think this could totally work. I think I could do a better job if I had one day without students. So uh, yes or no, do you support a four-day school week? Text me, 2101. Time for I've... Been thinking. Catherine Graham, take it away. So this week, listening to the political rhetoric that is, uh, of course, there's a lot of leading up to the election, I've been hearing this expression, Māori elite, and I've just really been wondering just exactly what that that expression means, because it seems to be being used in a divisive way to sort of indicate that there are some, you know, some Māori are more elite than others. And I suppose... You know, in a sense, there is, um, you know, you could say that there were some Māori who had more, perhaps more money or more education or whatever than others. But um, I, I, I guess I'm a, what I've been thinking about is who, who is that elite? And so I asked my, um, I thought about it for, you know, and I thought, well, maybe I'm one of the elite. I have a university degree. I have a profession. Um, I have a mortgage. I, sw- I shop not by choice, but by necessity at Pack and Save. So I'm not sure how elite that is, but um, if that's the def- definition of, of elite. And then I spoke to my son, who's sort of very immersed in te ao Māori, and he said, no, the elite are those, all of those Māori that have mana. And I thought that was a wonderful way of turning what's become a really negative, divisive phrase into or construct into an actually really amazing way to think about Māori elite are those Māori who have mana. So anyone that you think who's in your community and doing things for your community or is uh, helping with real or any other um, cultural aspects, they are the Māori elite, according to my son, those people, those Māori that have mana. Kia ora, Catherine. Really lovely. Uh, I've been thinking there. Very good indeed. Uh, Phil Taylor, I've been thinking. Yeah, that, thanks, Wallace. And, and, and uh, I guess it's sort of um, 
ringing a, a bell with the with the straw poll you've been taking because I've been thinking about how we need to just take stock of the little things and just reflect on 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 all the beauty around us and take one step at a time and, and be grateful and and uh, and I wonder if you know if, if more of us did that more often we would have less of this anxiety epidemic would have less calls for fewer work days um, and would have a bit more resilience. It's a it's 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 a it's it's easy to say, isn't it? Take stock of the smaller things, but actually there is something to be said for actually finding it's it's called presence, isn't it, or being in the mm. moment? I guess to use a cliche, but it actually there is something to be said for it, isn't it? You know, appreciating a walk with your daughter or son to school on a fine morning. That's what I love, actually. Uh, it's my favourite part of the day. So are you talking about those small interstitial things that you can actually, instead of just passing by, you actually make sure you recognise them? Yes, I, I, I agree, Willis. It's, it's actually consciously taking time out to go, actually, I just need to look mm. around me, appreciate uh, everything uh, that's going on at the moment for me and you know, it can be very little things like the all the bulbs coming out at the moment, and uh, as you say, special family time, or or just just little things. Can yeah. I get with that? Can you, Graham, Catherine? Um, yeah, last night I came out of the Ponsonby Food Court and looked towards the Waitakere, and there was the most amazing sunset. And you just need to just stand there sometimes and appreciate the great things that are going on around you. They may not, they may be really little things, but they make a real difference. Very good, both of you. Uh, I do not agree with the four-day week system. We need more productivity in this nation and not less. We need to stop with the poor me mentality and understand that stress can be harnessed in a productive manner that builds courage. A four-day school week, yes or no, panel poll, two one zero one.